angels. What do you imagine? Do you picture a little cute chubby baby with wings, rosy cheeks? What if we told you they're actually terrifying? These are tales of angels. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of A Spooky Tales. Today, we are talking about some creepy-ass angels. Yes. Because they're all creepy, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. We'll we, see. Uh, yeah. Give us your opinion at the... Or, I don't know. I guess you can't really give it to us at the end of the episode. But you could give it to us on, on our socials, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I must say, after... Watching uh, Midnight Mass, this is what wanted me to do the episode. I mean, valid. I feel like I phrased that weird as fuck. This is why <laughs> I wanted to do the episode, what I was trying to say. Yeah, because I think I, I think there's like, I have a lot of like Catholic friends and family and there's like a lot of de- debate with Midnight Mass. But I'm like, yo, I think the description of the creature, the angel is on point and we're going to go into it. In, in a bit, but I, I think the writers and the directors and the designers, they have the right idea. Yeah. Oh, and if you haven't watched, skip ahead because I'm going to spoil something. <laughs> like if we didn't already. <laughs> yeah. But I was reading that it's supposed to be a fallen angel, mm-hmm. not a vampire. Yeah. Or they were touching on like vampire vampire lore well i mean vampire lore is supposed to come from demons right when demons are angels i mean they're not very nice angels but they're angels nonetheless so i mean it it would make sense i 100 percent believe that if this were if it really did happen like that like today in this day and age that there would be a church somewhere that that turned into this little weird vampire cult (laughs) That, I that mean, thought they were doing something else. There probably already is this weird little <laughs> church out there that's worshiping a vampire. I, I'm pretty sure if we like uh, Google it, there's going to be like vampire cult. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but they think that they're like actually worshiping an angel or like God or something. Yeah, well, I mean, it uh, technically it's an angel. It's not a bad angel, but an angel. Like, right, that's like a what's, fallen angel. Yeah, fallen angel. Just, you know, it's an asshole. <laughs> Don't come for me. Don't come for me. <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying I am not religious. I paid almost zero attention in church. And right, right now I don't, I don't believe myself to be religious. So... I will make fun of a lot of religion sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I am religious and I will continue to make fun of my own religion all the damn time. So, <laughs> so yeah, I 100% believe that that there's some religious Christian cult out there that thinks they're worshiping God and they're really like 
worshiping some demonic thing. I mean, the way a lot of Christians, the, the way a lot of Christians behave, that's why I, was, I always say, like, yo, you don't know your own religion. What you're doing is completely against it, and you're cherry-picking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're you're worshiping, if, if you're worshiping, worshiping anyone, it would be the guy that runs the hot place. And that's like for 99% of Christians and people are going to get mad. And if this is, if the shoe fits, wear it. If it's, this ain't you, then don't worry about it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to so, say. Yeah. Speaking of cherry picking, let's get into this. <laughs> all right. So no listener story this time because I forgot to prepare one and you know what? It's too late now, <laughs> but we still have them. Yeah. But I, I I mean, we have a a pretty detailed episode, so, you know. Yeah. You'll be fine. (laughs) You'll be fine, guys. (laughs) In other occasions, when I don't drop the ball on this, we will read your listener stories, so please send them into spookytales.gmail.com. So, yeah. An Austrian poet, and I don't know how to say his name, Rainier Maria Rilke? You're asking the wrong person. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, I'm the wrong person, too. So, yeah, an Austrian poet, Rainier Maria Rilke, once said, Who, if I cried out, would hear me among the angels' hierarchies? And even if one of them pressed me against his heart, I would be consumed in that overwhelming existence. For beauty is nothing but the beginning of terror, which we still are just able to endure. And we are so odd because it serenely disdains to annihilate us. Every angel is terrifying. Mm-hmm. End quote. And that's valid. That is valid. And and MJ is going to tell you why. Okay, so um, me being me, I like uh, mythology, Christian mythology, Egyptian, Aztec, Mayan. You name it, I'm into it. If it's mythology, give You're like there. give me. I'm there. Give me. <laughs> so uh, about like two years ago, I was really into like you know, um, like researching biblical texts from, um, you know, uh, what is it? A Christianity, you know, Jewish texts and, and Muslim texts, because I'm like, we all, you know, pretty much share the same root, what makes it different. So I wanted to know, right. But anyways, I got into angels and biblically accurate angels are completely different than what we grew up on. Like, you know, it's, it's, we paint them as this person with wings. And in reality, wings, beautiful, rosy cheeks. Yeah. And like perfect, gorgeous. Yes. Blonde hair. And it's like, that's not what they look like. Biblically accurate angels are terrifying. And um, so they rarely look like humans. So there is a, a group of angels that do look like humans. And there um there is a hierarchy. The hierarchy does it does it exist in Christianity too or does it only Yes, exist I I'm going to go over by the way, yeah, I'm going to go okay. over the cr- Christian hierarchy because I know there is a a, a a Jewish one, but I am not I don't think I I should be the one like explaining this we're, to anybody. We are not biblical scholars. We don't know. <laughs> I I'm only basing off of like my beliefs, so which is like the the the, the Catholicism and stuff. But you know, because that's what I grew up on. 
but if anyone who would like to like explain the the Jewish hierarchy, that'd be great. I am not qualified to do so. So Same. I'm not going to attempt. This is just, um, this is, I'm going down the path of what I grew up on. Okay. So, um, and I actually had no idea there was a hierarchy. So okay. <laughs> I was the worst Catholic when I was a Catholic. I didn't I know either. I didn't know either until like a few years ago. Okay. So it, so it, it, it went over my now. head too. Yeah. So I was like, was what? it announced during mass? If it was <laughs> like the times I dozed off in mass, all, in mass. all I heard in mass was "el padre dissing gay people." Okay, so or or the padre saying, "Children, listen to your parents," <laughs> and then your mom would look at you like, "You hear that?" So, uh, cherubim, uh, they are the lowest of in the hierarchy, and they don't look like babies with wings. That description and that, you know, image of the cher, cher- I can't even say it, cher- cherubim is, um, mm-hmm. comes from Greek mythology and specifically oh. Cupid. So that has nothing to do with the Christian, you know, beliefs that was taken from Greek mythology. And as, you know, Christians do, they take everything anyways <laughs> but in the bible the cherubim they are animal human hybrids they have four faces three animal faces that picture terrified me isn't it scary and yeah. um we will be putting it on our socials because yes they're, they're terrifying so they have four faces one human face and three animal faces and they have four wings Nothing, nothing like a human with two wings and a halo. They, you know, they remind me a lot of like the um, the ancient Egyptian god drawings. You know how like it was like a human mm-hmm. with animal face. So that's um, I don't know if they got it from that, but that's what came to my mind. And it's they're terrifying looking. Yeah, yeah. I opened the picture and I was like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> yeah, Christina was like, what the hell is that? And she screamed. <laughs> Which you know what? I should have um, opened them on, like while we were recording instead. Oh, that's <laughs> true. But I mean, Wait, still. No. And it has like, a, what is it? A lion's head, a boar's head, and an eagle's head. Along with a human face, human head thing. I don't know. They're weird looking. Like, you guys, use your imagination because... <laughs> I, I don't even know. Um, and then the next angel is the Malach. I think I said it right. If I said it wrong, I apologize. And the Malach are the one, the humanoid ones. But here's the kicker: in the Bible, it never says they have wings, so they just look like regular, huh. regular people. Ooh. And they they're supposed to be walking among us. You right. won't know that they're an angel. Because they don't have wings. They just look like people. And one of the most famous, you know, or mythologically famous is Gabriel when he announced the birth of um, Christ to the Virgin Mary. In my notes, I have Gabriel down as an archangel. He's not. What the hell? All the things I read were wrong. I read my website, man. (laughs) <laughs> I googled it, and the thing is that in Christianity, they do depict him as an archangel because of his role in the birth of, um, you know, I guess in the mess. I have being the messenger for thing. 
seven angels that are considered archangels. Yes. Um, but Gabriel, I don't know if he's, yeah, I don't. I'm so confused now. <laughs> doesn't matter. Continue. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so Gabriel is a Malach, which is a humanoid one. And he just looks human. Huh. Like, okay. I think so. But yeah, I, I didn't know. I Googled this yesterday. Maybe it depends on the the literature, like maybe in the new. Okay, so oh, I'm looking at this. It says, in the first passage, the angel identified himself as Gabriel. But in the second, it is Luke who ident- identified him as Gabriel. The only other named angels in the New Testament are Michael's archangel and Abaddon. Gabriel is not called an archangel in the Bible. So for whatever reason... Like in the, the entire Bible or just the New Testament? Yeah, no, in the entire Bible, I think. Hmm, but I don't know. But he's don't know. Says that, that he's not called an archangel, but he is considered a malach, which is weird. Okay. But again, people, these the, 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 these angels do not have wings, nor do they have a halo. You could pass by them in the street and you would not know. And I always heard there was always myths that angel walks, angels walks among us testing humans or whatever totally mm. not weird um yeah. <laughs> okay so the next kind of angel are the seraphim and these are depicted as having six wings two wings to fly two wings to cover their face and two wings to cover their legs all archangels are seraphim, but not all seraphim are archangels and what mm. differentiates is like the archangel is like more of a title it's like they're the leaders. Right. So that's right. that's that's the difference. And archangels, the seraphim are considered like the highest form, specifically the archangels, because they are the um the leaders. Right. And Lucifer was an archangel. He was a seraphim. Right. And he's the he's, one that like duked it out with Michael. Yeah. He and well now he's uh this play this I can't remember what where I saw it, but they now call him an arc demon, and he's oh right because the all the fallen yeah angels became demons right yeah yeah so yeah so at one point he was like he he held like the, the highest title, and the fourth kind of angel it's called the ophanim ophanim. I am so sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Sounds right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ophanim are an abstract creature, uh, and it literally means wheel in Hebrew, and they are described as looking like a wheel covered in eyes or a, spheel, a, a sphere-shaped creature. E- Ezekiel described them as a wheel within a wheel, and the, the Ophanim are, like, in a gray area because... I'm not entirely sure where within the hierarchy they fall into because I know archangels are supposed to be like the top, right? And the archangels, they're all part of this group called the seraphim. And then these, these wheel things, they like, they're almost like presented to be higher than the archangels, but they're not supposed to be. So I'm not sure if I'm not sure where they fall. You would have to talk to a theologian who really gets into depth with this kind of stuff because 
Not I am us. Not. <laughs> not, not. I am not, but I'm just explaining to you what they look like. And again, if you get into the Jewish hierarchy of angels, there are 10 levels. So maybe that one's a bit more specific, but I am not qualified to to speak on the religion because I didn't grow up on it, nor have I ever studied it. A- aside from a few like reading here, here and there, but not like in depth, like college style studying, you know? Yeah. So I suggest that people look into it themselves because I didn't know about this hierarchy. I didn't even know that like the angels that we grew up with were wrong depictions until like three or four years ago. My mind was blown. I was like, I was like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? uh, Learned about it when you told me. (laughs) Oh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like. I was like losing my mind because I'm like, why are they like depicted and drawn as these like peace and love type creatures when in reality it's like, I mean, TBH, like all of Christianity and <laughs> it's they, depicted as love and it's really that like, is true. That is full true. Of that is true. And hateful as fuck and so. murder and genocide. So I mean, yeah. that's true and like. Uh, and but like it's so upsetting because the angels like the way they do, like I'm sorry they look better. I would rather them be cute and chubby with wings <laughs> and like, little arrows. So <laughs> I would prefer these monstrosities. <laughs> but anyways, this is also why a lot of people think that like when angels make contact with humans, the angels are like, "Yo, don't be afraid." Literally, the first thing they say is like. Don't be terrified. Yeah, like, don't be scared. Don't be afraid. (laughs) Like, why why is it your first sentence? Like, (laughs) have you looked at yourself? (laughs) Yeah. You're terrifying. Yeah, they have to look creepy because, you know. Yeah, because if if it looked like they do, like, when we, you know, with the sculptures, the person, the wings, and the halo, and the really ridiculously good looking, nobody's going to be afraid of that. Yeah. Who's going to be afraid of that? Someone walks up to you with a gun and they're like, hey, don't be scared. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and, I'm and not people- about to rob you. <laughs> exactly. And and then I think a lot of time people forget that like angels are warriors. They are, especially the seraphim, they're warriors. I mean, they're literally called legions for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're they i mean even in the bible it says that there was like a war in heaven like these are not these are total badasses as celestial beings can be and i i feel like a lot of people don't understand that a lot of the time that what you think is a demon could actually be an angel because if they are sent on a mission or they have something to accomplish and you're in their way, they're going to hack you down because they're going to be like, yo, it's like the state of the universe. <laughs> like, sorry, little human. Yeah. I was reading Whack. something about Midnight Mass where they were like, what did they say? The The only difference is that like the, the creature in Midnight Mass, it like it didn't... Um, where am I? Oh my god! You know what? I already forgot. This is pointless. <laughs> Sorry, it's my sleep deprived brain. That was gonna go somewhere good if I remembered. <laughs> Wait, let's try to jog the memory because I think I know where you're going. Like it wasn't. Oh, you know what? No, it wasn't about midnight mass. Someone was making the comparison, but they were saying 
that the differences between supposedly, right, if mm-hmm. you believe in this stuff, the differences between angels and demons is that an angel will be like, hey, don't be afraid. I'm blah, blah, blah. And then a demon will be like, do be afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And then, you know, what's weird, too, in the Bible, it doesn't say anything about demons changing their appearance. Exactly. So yeah. what 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 you when you see a demon, that's how angels look like. There, you know, like stop this whole like thing where it's like, especially like Christians, okay, where it's like, <laughs> oh, they're <laughs> especially so Christians because I feel like <laughs> I feel like you know Jewish texts and and I, I a little I'm not sure entirely sure for Muslim texts, but they're like you know when it comes to descriptions, they're like, look, they do not hide it, they do they not, not hide it. it. Christians are like, let's make it all rainbows and sprinkles and glitter and it's like yo no (laughs) yes um they totally changed the way an angel is supposed to look and the way an angel is described and again i would like to remind you nowhere in the bible does it say that demons change their appearance from what they originally looked like the angels are terrifying beings they are um i read has read i think it's in the show notes but one of the youtube videos that goes over the description of angels which i got the information from they said it's more like a like hp lovecraft's description of his monsters i kept seeing and i was like on point on point on point yeah and who doesn't love hp lovecraft creatures you know know. they're freaking they those are scary and i'm pretty sure he was like maybe he was like you know on something he like saw angels and that's where he got the descriptions from i wouldn't doubt it (laughs) Because F that. F that. (laughs) Yeah. They're scary. But yes, that is the description of angels. Yeah. And so on top of them looking creepy, they're also, they be doing some like evil shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get into some of these disturbing stories. Okay. So (laughs) apparently somewhere in my research, I went wrong because what I found was that the Book of Enoch is used the so Christianity rejects it, but it's an ancient Hebrew apocalyptic religious mm-hmm. text, which honestly sounds kind of like a good horror read. To be it, you know what? <laughs> I kind of went into it, and again, I could be totally wrong about Gabriel, but this is what I found out. I, a theologian would have to like legit explain it because someone official I'm getting needs to tell someone us. official because i'm getting my information off the internet you guys <laughs> me, me too and i read that the seven holy angels considered to be our archangels are michael uh Raf- mm-hmm. i can't say these names in english sorry rafael gabriel uriel sarah sarah quell yes and then me- what is it what's there's one that Raquel. sounds like megatron Oh, Met- I Met- don't know. Oh my god. I only have Ragel and then Remiel. Oh, Metatron. That's his oh, name. Shit. It's an angel okay. in Judaism mentioned three times in oh. the Bavli in a few brief passages. And it's Metatron, not Megatron, but you know, yeah, Transformers yeah. pups in my head. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, I mean, we we could, I don't know, I could be wrong. And you could be right. And so. Or I could I don't be know wrong. You the, could be right. Yeah. We don't know. Who knows? Because a, as far as I know, the only archangel that's ever fully clarified is Michael. Everybody else is up for debate. 
Oh, see, yeah. And I think that is according to Christianity. And in Juda- Judaism, it's there's way more archangels. Yeah, that, that could be it. Yeah, I, I no think idea. so. Regardless, I found some stories of them doing some pretty disturbing things. And I will be sharing those because they're uh, spooky. So Ooh. one, one story. And I don't remember hearing this <laughs> ever. But so one I found super creepy and I'm not sure what its purpose is supposed to be other than like scaring you into, I don't know, believing, scaring you into listening to God, which is like all religion, right? Mm-hmm. But this is uh, the story of Gabriel. So Gabriel was sent to announce the birth of John the Baptist to Zechariah and Zechariah's reaction was not up to Gabriel's standards. So like a reasonable person, Gabriel was super angry and he took away his voice. <laughs> he He said, bitch, no. <laughs> he said I <laughs> he said bitch no okay he didn't say that I'm sorry I just can't stop saying that he did in our version I, w- I wish <laughs> what I wish he had said was bitch I'm Gabriel but no he said I am Gabriel I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you good news but now because you didn't believe my words you will become mute unable to speak until the day these things occur, which is until the day that the little baby John was born. But like, damn, Gabriel, chill. <laughs> Are you just going to take someone's voice? <laughs> yeah, he, he gave no Fs that day. He was like, you're going to disrespect me? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Yeah, not today. (laughs) So, yeah, that's one that I found disturbing. Here's another disturbing one. So this is about Uriel. Oh, he's my favorite. Oh, is he? Okay, so (laughs) he spent some time tormenting Moses about his penis. Specifically specifically his foreskin. He, like, tormented tormented poor Moses. No. He tormented poor Moses to get rid of it. Ew. What's Moses supposed to do? Perform the <laughs> circumcision on himself as a full-blown adult? I don't know, but but Uriel wouldn't leave him alone because it offended God. And so um, when, oh my God. When, when Moses' son had not been circumcised, God was offended again. And Uriel went on to um, almost murder Moses over this. But then, but then, but then Moses's wife Zipporah, Zipporah, I don't know how to say her name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> quickly, she moved quickly and saved Moses by circumcising their son with a sharp rock. What the hell? Yeah, a, a sharp rock. That sounds so painful. Poor baby. Like, ugh. That. Yeah. So that's Uriel for you, killing. <laughs> leaving babies without fathers over foreskin Uriel we need to talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is not how you behave this next one is my favorite you ready for Mm -hmm. it Yeah. so there's uh, multiple stories of like archangels killing thousands of people Mm -hmm. and um, so this is just one of them (laughs) and this is again Uriel I think (laughs) Yeah, it is. He wears a fedora. Yeah, right? In the the book of Enoch, you can find uh, the tale of a group of angels called the Watchers. 
Mm-hmm. The Watchers apparently loved watching women. Ew. <laughs> Human women, specifically. Not and creepy at all. No, right? And then they rebelled against God and went down to Earth because they wanted to get it on with these human women. I don't know if this was consensual or if they just, you know, flew down and did what they wanted to these poor women. I don't know. Nothing was clear. And I didn't, like, go into looking for this in the Bible. Like, I don't own a Bible. so. (laughs) (laughs) And and I specifically don't own the Book of Enoch if I were to own a Bible. So (laughs) So this is just what I read from the internet. So I don't know. I don't know if the angels, if the watchers went down and just did what they wanted or if if they got consent, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So when they Probably got down to not. Earth, right, right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. When they got down to uh, this is this is quoted from something I read. So when they got to down to Earth, the Watchers were said to, and I quote, "Let out their private parts like horses." And <laughs> <end> quote. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so during this time. They also taught humans forbidden things they were not supposed to. And my source that I was reading said this was like things like eyeliner. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we weren't supposed to know about eyeliner. So I've I'll heard be- about that, like cosmetics oh, yeah. and stuff. Okay. They started a billion dollar industry. Congratulations, angels. Right. <laughs> the real, uh, the real um, evil that they started was capitalism. Yeah, capitalism. <laughs> So, um, all of this angel-human sex bore babies, but not your normal babies. Instead, giants were born. And these giants were bloodthirsty. (laughs) The giants... (laughs) The giants took control of the human population, started eating humans, and then they started eating each other. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, and so this... All of this disgusted Uriel... And so he, along with three other archangels, and I didn't know who they were. It wasn't written down in any of the websites I read. They went to God and they asked for a divine intervention. And I don't know if God came up with this by himself or if like Uriel was like, hey, flood, flood earth. I don't know. But then um, that was their solution to flood the earth. And the watchers were locked up and forced to watch their giant cannibalistic babies. What? And all the women drown to death. What? The women were like innocent in this. Why were? Yeah, and this this is the the what follows. I think is Noah's Ark, isn't it? This is the yes, flood yes, 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 to- yes. Because okay. um, I know that they're the angel human hybrids are called uh, Nephilim. N- Nephilim. Mm-hmm. Nephilim. Okay. I had never heard this story. Like I. Knew the Ark, obviously, who doesn't know, but I didn't know that this was what caused the Yeah, flood. it's because there was, like, wickedness, and then the angels and humans were having babies. Yeah, see, like, all I heard not was on my watch. I didn't hear about the giant cannibal babies, which yeah, there's some more fun. Giant cannibal baby. I don't, I wonder if they're, like, because um, a lot of people, like, think they look like the, the cyclopses and stuff, and that's where they get get it from. So I don't, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, interesting. Um, again, I'm not a theologian, but yeah, giant cannibal babies is now what they shall be known as. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, yeah, those are just some uh, disturbing but fun archangel stories. 
I mean, honestly, they should do, like, next Halloween, like, the same people who did Midnight Mass need to recreate the stories. I would watch. They need to recreate the giant baby, cannibal baby one. Yeah. Specifically, that I want. Can you imagine, like, like, a giant baby just walking down, nom nom humans. That's what I'm picturing. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so funny (laughs) angels uh, please don't come for us (laughs) yeah yeah please don't send your giant cannibal babies (laughs) actually do i want to see one (laughs) yeah but not like coming towards me maybe like someone i don't like oh yeah if you want to get into your next part which i'm very excited for yeah so um i found this video it's from a uh crtv um it's like a re-upload from another account but that's what it said on the the video that i watched um so the the next story goes into an angel sighting in mexico a fallen angel sighting to be more specific this account takes place in ensanada in baja california 11 witnesses claim to have seen this event and one in particular named alejandra gave her account of events now the interviewer is named Alexander Backman, and he will. I will go into it, uh, it down in the story. I shortened her testimony because, oh my God, there was a lot of stuff that did not need to be in there. I bet. Okay, so now on to Alejandra's story, and I'm paraphrasing. We were at my grandmother's house. We went outside and saw this star, but it was red. It was moving, but it was far away. Then it stopped. That's when it dropped down. We called others to see. Then it went up and disappeared. We were trying to focus our eyes so we could find it. We waited and waited. Then suddenly it started to shine brighter and brighter. We tried to film it with our phones but couldn't. It dropped down to the height of the power lines. Then it turned into something gray. It was a gray triangle. Completely gray. It spun on its axis. It came down and down through the power lines. It continued to come down while spinning. Everyone else stayed behind. My mother and I were the only ones who crossed the street to see where it fell because it was going to land. When it descended and landed, before it touched the ground, it changed into into something with wings, completely black. We've never seen anything so black like that, that it distinguished itself from the night completely. And the interviewer, Alexander, goes in to ask Alejandra a few follow-up questions. And she tells him that it was a winged being, and Alexander is the one who calls it a fallen angel. Hmm. Oh my she, god, what, what? what if all the humanoid encounters are fallen are, angels? Oh my god, new... <gasps> Theory. You heard it here first. No, 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 no. Because then this goes back to all the all the Christians saying everything everything is a demon. That is true. Or it could be just, you know, an angel. Maybe Mothman's an angel and he's trying to do good. It's official. It's official. Mothman's, Mothman's an, an angel. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, she is then asked if this being notices them. And Alejandra goes on to explain that the creature was giving its back to them or what she thought was its back would look like its back. 
Alexander then asked her what their reaction were at the time. And um, she says they were in shock. People were screaming and shouting and someone went to get his Bible. Now this was pretty much the end and it doesn't explain and like what happened afterwards. Like, if they ran or what happened to this creature, but I'm going to guess that they're going to do the smart thing. And they did the smart thing, which was get the fuck out of there. Right. One can only hope. And you know, this is like a UFO type sighting with an angel like creature. And there are actually stories out there that aliens, specifically the greys, are demons. Um, Because some people who experience, who have experienced uh, abductions, um, they pray and their abduction encounter stops. The moment. So, I don't know. Interesting. And again, these are not my thoughts. These are just theories. But... Mm -hmm. I mean, technically, angels are not of this world. They are, by definition, aliens. And the biblical God is also an alien. So the Father and the Holy Spirit are extraterrestrials. And Jesus is a hybrid. I mean, if you look at it technically. Hmm. Because Jesus is half human and God is not of this world. Hence an alien. So Jesus is a hybrid. Christians... We pray to um, fellow Catholics and stuff. We worship an alien. (laughs) And that's most religions, by the way. (laughs) Not just Catholicism, not just Christianity, but religions around the world pretty much all worship aliens, if you come to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So we got it all wrong, you guys. Jesus is supposed to have some, you know, big head and big eyes. But yeah, I mean, if you come to think about it, uh, religions around the world worship aliens. And that's not to mock or anything. That's just if you look at the technicalities, angels and, and, and God and Jesus, they're all Jesus being a hybrid because he's, you know, his mother's human, but his God, his, his dad is God who is an not of this world, technically an extraterrestrial. So Jesus is a hybrid and I worship an alien, but that's fine. I mean, checks out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, while going into this, I also, um, had a vague memory and I was telling Christina and I couldn't find it. And then I was like, I I kept on searching, searching and I finally found it. And the next thing I'm going to get into is a phenomenon called the angel effect or the third man factor. And it begins in 1933 with Frank Smith, a British explorer who was climbing Mount Everest in an attempt to be the first man to do so. His entire party was unable to continue after a certain point, and Smith kept going. He never made it to the top. However, he experienced a phenomenon called the third man factor. In his diary, he wrote how at one point during his climb, he stopped, took out a Kendall mint cake, broke it in half to share it with the other person climbing with him. It was at this point point he realized he did not have a companion with him he wrote all that time that i was climbing alone i had a strong feeling that i was accompanied by a second person 
The feeling was so strong that it completely eliminated all loneliness I might have otherwise felt. Okay, so when you when you first mentioned that you were trying to remember what this was, I was like, I have no idea what that is. But now mm-hmm. I remember that I have. You remember? This. Yes, yes. So um, there's this writer, author named John Geiger, I think. Yeah, uh, probably. I pronounced mm-hmm. the name wrong. <laughs> I am sorry. This and he wrote a book called "The Third Man Factor: Surviving the Impossible." And according to NPR, Geiger describes this third man factor as an unseen being that intervenes at a critical moment when people are in great stress or in life and death struggle to give comfort, aid, or support. And in Geiger's book, he writes down encounters that people have had with the third man factor. Skeptics claim that this third man phenomena is caused by adrenaline. But one thing is clear is that the third man factor has presented itself in many impossible and dangerous events where people shouldn't have even survived. Spiritual and religious people lean more towards guardian angel, hence why it's also called the angel effect. Uh. Yeah. So um, it's like, that must be like really weird to be like, you're all alone, but yet there's like this presence of another person or being there. Yeah. I'd be creeped out. Like the fact that these people are comforted, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I would not be. <laughs> you would need um, to say, hey, don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid. Chill. <laughs> we got this. Like, we're do gonna we? Get, we're going to get do you through we? this. Do we? You get, you know, but if it's like an angel, it's like, dude, like fly me out of there. Like, why are you going to keep me up on a mountain where it's like freezing and I'm dying? Right. Like, don't make me go through the thing. Just get me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> just pick me up and fly away <laughs> they should be able to right <laughs> yeah they should <laughs> take me on your spaceship and get me the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to die on this mountain <laughs> human sickle okay that's the last thing i want um but if you guys are interested in a more in-depth discussion of the third man factor the guys over at expanded perspective at Expanded Perspectives, Cam and Kyle have a great episode called The Unseen Protector. It's an episode from October 15th, 2017, and they go into more depths into more stories of the um, third man. It's an amazing episode. I recommend it. So go give them a follow and tell them a spooky tale sent you if you are not subscribed already. Oh, I have to listen to that. I haven't I haven't gone that far back into their episodes yet. Yeah, because that's what I like. That's where I was like, dude, I remember they talk about this like being invisible being that's not there, but it helps people out when they're like in these insane situations. And I had to scroll back and I was looking through every title and all the descriptions <laughs> until it it took forever, but it was well worth it because it helped me remember. Yeah. Those are my notes. <laughs> what is your, because like creepy angel, so it's like a thing in media, right? What is your mm-hmm. favorite creepy angel in like TV or movies or anime, whatever? I oh, I don't know, but I know I'm like fascinated. There was a point in time I was fascinated with the angel Azriel. And for those who don't know, I don't know where in the hierarchy of angels Azriel um you know, falls into, but uh, it's the angel of death. And, you know, because um, oh, yeah, I, yeah. 
I love like Dia de Muertos and I was like, yo, yes. <laughs> that is a cool ass angel. And that's the angel I think that was sent to like creepy things to uh, uh, slaughter all the firstborn children or something. Yeah. Or sons. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, I believe Azrael is more um, common in, uh, in the Jewish religion than it is in the Christian. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's my favorite. That and Uriel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he seems like a boss. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, I'm Gabriel. <laughs> oh, man. I, I hope, like, I now I envision Gabriel with long acrylic nails snapping his that's, fingers. That's what he like, like when he went to go take that dude's voice away. <laughs> yeah, and like, and, and like throwing his hair back. I mean, like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gabriel, and then you know, like the clickety clacking of the acrylic nails. That's what I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Um, my my favorite uh, creepy angels are from Doctor Who. Oh the yes! Statues. Oh my the, god! Like, the the weeping angels. Yes, the, they are. Oh they my are god! My you know, yes. I feel like rewatching those episodes. You know what? That is my spooky recommendation this week. All yes. the weeping angel episodes of Doctor Who. And by the way, that thing that they're in, those angels, if you guys have not um, watched it, go watch it. But they're, it's called a quantum lock. And I believe a few years ago, scientists discovered that that quantum lock is real. Now, um, oh. I would have to look into uh, the paper and I'll send it to you, Christina. But mm-hmm. I was like, they're like, weeping angels from Doctor Who could totally be a possibility. I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, no please <laughs> no thank you but the weeping angels yeah they're scary I, those episodes scare me and i cannot watch to this day cannot watch them alone yeah i haven't watched <laughs> them alone but i'm gonna re-watch them that's what i'll be doing <laughs> yes what is uh do you have a spooky recommendation i am trying to think I'm just going to give another book because that's literally all I have. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally all I have. And it's, of course, from um, Sylvia Marina Garcia. And it's called. She's our queen. Yeah, she's our queen. Uh, The Beautiful Ones. Um, I'm I'm not really entirely sure it's like like spooky, but it does go into like sort of the paranormal, weird magic aspect type thing and all her covers are beautiful oh my god yes yes i'm so obsessed with the certain dark things cover because it's like it has the 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 sholo dog and then the girl and i'm like in the haircut that the girl has i'm like yes yeah i want that (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah that is our episode this week Stay a spooky, and if someone shows up to you out of nowhere and says, "Don't be afraid," do be afraid. <laughs> do it's an angel, and yeah. it was nice knowing you. <laughs> be be yeah, be a spooked. <laughs> be a spooked. <laughs> we'll catch everyone next time. Bye bye. A quick shout out to our spookies supporting us on Patreon: Mariela, Cleo, Rene, Yamaris, Iris. Ghost Train and Madtown Charity. Thank you so much for your support. Es Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, edited and produced by Christina. If you're looking for extra ways to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com/spookytales. 
And you can also check out our Patreon for bonus episodes and more. Go to espookytales.com slash support. But of course, you have our eternal gratitude for just listening. Stay spooky.